0: Ladies and gentlemen, before we begin this episode of Black Law and Legalize, we are later joined in the show by P from Charlotte, who is our on-the-ground, boots-in-the-street constitutionalist expert. And we had him on to deliver his theory on how President Trump was going to steal the election. However, um, as you know, Sometimes shit happens on the show and people aren't able to get their thoughts out completely. So prior to the episode starting... P, the floor is yours.
1: Well, I'm a constitutional expert today. Tomorrow, I am a meteorologist and hurricane expert. So, so stay tuned. But you know, there's some things that people need to be careful of about this election. And if you listen to what Donald Trump and the Republicans are saying, they're telling you what they're going to do. They can stage an effectively stage a coup and steal the election legally without even trying very hard. If you notice when they talk, Donald Trump's been saying all year. Watch the ballots. Watch the mail-in ballots. They're fraud. They're fraudulent, even though everyone understands, including the FBI. If there is no fraud, he's been saying that. So the reason he's been saying that is because if you can challenge the ballots on Election Day, they don't get counted until a few days later, about until weeks later, Um, because most people don't realize a president is not declared a winner officially until all the votes are counted. The news always says projected winner. So he's been saying, um, I will step down and lo- if I lose on election day. So his plan is to stop the counts, stop the ballot counts that are going to be mail-in because about almost, what, over 50-something percent of Democrats are mailing their ballots in and a majority of Republicans are voting on uh, election day in person. So he's going to appear as though he's winning on election night. Those numbers are going to change in the days and weeks afterwards as they count more ballots. However, they have a limited time to count those ballots. I think until December uh, uh, December 6th or December 3rd, I can't remember, is the, is the deadline by the Electoral College. If he stops the counts by doing challenges and, and legal challenges um, repeatedly, he can effectively end the count. Millions of ballots won't be counted. And then on December 14th, The state delegations of the House are responsible for then determining who is the election winner, because if that happens, 270 electoral votes will go to no one. And that's what you need to win. So in that event, people think, oh, well, the Democrats have the House, so they'll just name Joe Biden the winner. Not true. Even though the Democrats have a majority in the House. More state delegations are still Republican in the House, meaning there are still more states that have a Republican majority of House of Representatives members. All you need is a simple majority, 26 state delegations to vote for whatever president they vote for. And it's very likely that the Democrats won't have 26 come January 1st at at, at the end of the election. So effectively, Donald Trump can be declared president of the United States while millions and millions of ballots don't even get counted. And that's why I continuously say, and I say repeatedly over and over again, show up and vote in person. Do not allow him to win by stealing the election because that is what his game plan is and that's why he doesn't seem like he's trying to win because he doesn't have to win
0: and now let's get into this week's episode of black law and Legalize, where you're going to hear some of the same points being made albeit highly interrupted We call that show partner interruption but now nah, i don't partner it microphone test microphone test
2: Okay, guy. Am I coming in microphone clear? Microphone test. I Are you it. clear? Am I clear? Are you clear? I guess I don't need a microphone test. Nah. Wait, really? Wait, wait, wait. What's that shit about,
0: ladies and gentlemen? What
2: happened who, to ten minutes? Ten seconds of silence.
0: Man, did that?
2: Who did? I didn't. I didn't have no ten See,
0: seconds. That's the thing. You don't tell you to be quiet for <laughs> ten seconds because that fuck it up <laughs> ladies and gentlemen we would like to welcome you all back to a, another episode the presidential episode presidential slash residential slash evidential wait, wait
2: presidential residential evidential
0: and who have evidence i got all kinds of evidence huh? On? i'm gonna wait until the book drop mm. black law and legalize where we specialize in the law. Getting you motherfuckers out here to vote Today is Monday. Shit.
2: Today, Monday.
0: Man, I don't know. You stupid. Today, today is Wednesday. Wednesday. So today <laughs> is Wednesday. Wednesday. And Monday was the deadline to register to vote in Louisiana. So if you're listening now and you're a Louisiana resident you who are hasn't voted, screwed,
2: and I hate you.
0: Yeah, all that. And uh, so the most. All right, what you can do. My name is Dan, and I'm one of your hosts. <laughs> Keep up with me on Twitter, IG at I am Dan on Drugs. Keep up with the show on all social media platforms at Black Law Podcast. Check out our YouTube page where you can find full length videos, except for the one that YouTube banned and sent uh, sent a warning against.
2: Dude, which one?
0: I'm gonna have to say, I'm. I'm well, wait, introduce wait. yourself, son. Oh
2: shit, man, look. You know, I always say that there is no such thing as bad publicity. If we're being banned by YouTube, that we must have been giving out some damn good advice, nah. some good shit. Had to be some good shit. Hey, and I'm just saying, and you can follow me on Twitter at I Tell Legal Lies. Dan, as Dan said, you can follow show, the show across all social media platforms. And, of course, Becky is still, is Becky in the bathroom? Man, she she's somewhere.
0: That? I ain't huh? seen her in a couple of days.
2: Wow. Becky's on the stroll. She's trying to get money so that we can continue to do the show. And you know? pay the mortgage. You know, we need funds, so she on that stroll. Yeah, and
0: if y'all want to donate to us, man, just DM me. <laughs> just DM me, that's all. So check this out, right? Okay. Hi, Black Law and Legalize. Our team has (laughs) reviewed your content, and unfortunately, we think it violates our community guidelines. We've removed the following content from YouTube. Video, episode 147, working in isolation. Wait, really? We know that this might be disappointing, but it is important to us that YouTube is a safe place for all. If content breaks our rules, we remove it. If you think we've made a mistake, you can appeal and we'll take another look. Keep reading for more details. How your content Mm -hmm. violated the policy. Mm -hmm. YouTube does not allow content that spreads medical misinformation that contradicts the World Health Organization or local health authorities. Medical information about COVID-19, including on methods to prevent, treat, or diagnose covid and means of transmission of covid how this affects your channel because this is the first time this is just a warning if it happens again your channel will get a strike and you won't be able to do things like upload post etc 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 so
2: wait we spread misinformation about covid because we said people were in isolation and and that affects their mental health
0: that that's about right so what i said back i appealed and i said you must be utterly confused. I'm not sure what triggered your, um, man, I wish I could find my thing. But basically, I'm not sure what, what type of algorithm y'all have running that triggered a flag on this video. What we're doing is we're conveying exactly what you're accusing us of doing as far as spreading misinformation. We were talking about Dr. Stella Emanuel and how the bitch is a quack. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that was in the description of the YouTube video. So that's what got it pulled. Out. Mm. They, I think they just saw her name. Right. So mm. I'm like, I appealed it, and I said, Yeah, we we ride with y'all. We are not going against anything. Who uh-huh. cdc da da da. So three days go by. Your appeal has been take a guess denied. Thank you su- for submitting your video appeal to YouTube. After further review of the content, we've determined that your video does violate our community <laughs> guidelines. And we've upheld our original decision. So I get online and I start looking around because that, like, I've seen other people have video slack. So YouTube, in an attempt to be more transparent, they put out how many videos they banned and then Mm -hmm. how many appeals. So... That, man, you about to get banned, too. Out of <laughs> 109,000. Uh, banned? No, I'm sorry. I think it was out of 109 million videos over the past year. That they've banned? That they've banned. They've upheld 23,000 appeals. Not so, upheld. They've overturned. So
2: they've overturned their um, ban. Yeah. Only on, on 23,000.
0: Out wow. of like 109 million. Wow. So, I started to upload the video again and just changed the wording, but I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. Okay. So, ladies and gentlemen, congregation, well, we are gathered <laughs> here today. It is a momentous we- day, a memorial day. You
2: know what? Really? A day to
0: remember our president has caught COVID and that tickled my spirits, ladies and gentlemen. It that did. tickled my soul. And I prayed for the man. I prayed for. I said, "Lord, let thy will be done. And I'm still waiting for his will to be done. Because this can't be it. This can't be it. Man, what are we talking about today?
2: Won't he do it? Man, look, I'm with you on that one. I was like, won't he do it? And I said... Mm. And, then, and then
0: you got all these... This is the thing that I don't get. Black folks. And this is my biggest gripe with religion. I know I don't do religion, but Am she be talking about God and stuff on here all the time. So it's my biggest gripe with with religion is it almost makes you a monolith like and we're talking i'm talking all denominations not just christianity or islam or uh jew judaism but i've seen so many black people who have been screaming on trump the past two years fuck him uh see he's evil he needs he needs to get out of here man I hope so. And then as soon as it said, oh, you know, I don't wish death on no man. I don't <laughs> wish death. on You know, I, I pray he recovers. I pray he recovers. Why are you praying he recovers? Fuck him. Is he going to pray if you reco- uh, if you sick and you need to recover? Not at all, because
2: he doesn't pray. But, you know, all jokes aside, I can admit I did have to repent. Because when people say, I don't wish that on anybody, they're lying. When I heard that he had COVID, I was like, I hope he dies. Psh. I am honest enough with myself in the world to say that. But I did have to repent that from that because that is not what we should be saying. We actually we should <laughs> be saying
0: rest in peace, motherfucker. We,
2: we shouldn't. We should not be. You should not wish death on anybody. I mean, honestly, no matter how evil. But let me let me go back a little bit. Would you wait? Because let me let me let me let me go back a little bit. Because I know what. Because after I said what I said, after I said what I said, I also recall saying that I wished that pedophiles would die. Mm -hmm. You know, there there are a lot of people that I say they need to die. Someone needs to kill them. I say that quite often. I mean, I wish death on you almost every day.
0: I'm going to need you to wish but, harder, man. Shit.
2: <laughs> but seriously, that is not the way that we should be thinking. And I did because because that is what my Bible teaches me. So because vengeance is mine, said the Lord. That's what God said. God said that he is the one who will rain vengeance down. He also says that we should render up unto Caesar what is Caesar's and he says that we should have respect for those people who are in authority over us the thing about it is, man let me just say I don't
0: the Lord works in mysterious (laughs) ways sometimes he needs that little that little nudge like come on come on take him out
2: you know I don't acknowledge Donald Trump's anything over me that, that's the thing. And, and I guess that's where my uh, cognitive dissonance comes in at, because I'm supposed to have respect for author- people who are in authority over me, but I don't consider him having any authority over me at all. I, I mean, I reject him as president of the United States. So I guess, like I said, that's where my cognitive dissonance comes in at. But once again.
0: Hell with that, repent. <laughs>
2: I did I had to because really, I mean, we've talked about this in other episodes. When you hate, it affects you more than the person that you're hating. Yeah, it, I actually, you, you I win. saw
0: an old James Baldwin quote. I've been doing a lot of reading lately. Uh James Baldwin, like one of my favorite authors. But uh, I'm gonna butcher the quote, but hate destroys the person that is hated and the person doing the hating equally.
2: Correct that, and you you butchered it a little bit, but that was the gist of what he said, and that that's absolutely true. So I spent a very large part of these three and a half years hating this man, and it was poisoning me. So that whole repenting from wishing him dead, it helped me. It did. It it helped it helped my mental state because honestly, it was like, man, look, I, I grit my teeth. So often, just when people say his name, because it's like, but once again, I'm working through that. I'm still a work in progress. Y'all just, just bear with me. Man,
0: (laughs) I, when I got the news, I laughed my ass off. (laughs) And then, you know, Twitter going to do their thing. I I love Twitter. I love y'all toxicity. I love it (laughs) because they played the clip of him at the debate talking about some, now, I, I, I have a mask right here. I wear it when I need it. But you look at Joe. He was wearing the biggest mask anybody's ever seen. And he could be standing 200 feet away from everybody. And the mask is just so big. And then swipe his tweet. The first lady and I have contracted. I died laughing. And then the other one where uh, they had Cardi B in the background of his, um, of his little uh, rally. Where well, he's sitting there talking, and some say, Coronavirus. <laughs> is real. He said, Man, so. But you know, what's I,
2: crazy though, let me tell you something. This, in spite of the fact that he has contracted this disease, he is not acting in any way, shape, or form as if he has this disease. He is flouting every guideline that has been issued pertaining to someone who has covid-19. Like he did his little drive-through, his little parade wave. Mm-hmm. You know, he got to the White House in spite of the fact that the doctors wanted him to remain at Walter Reed. He flies and then he then he shoots a political video saying, "Go about your life, you know, don't let this thing do x y and z to you. Go about your life. Be careful, but but go about your life. Don't let corona like so In spite of the fact that he has contracted this disease, if he has, in fact, contracted this disease, because, you know, theories abound that this was, once again, just some political hack, just some little bunch of politics. Myself, I don't know whether he has it or not. Just saying.
0: And that's sad, though, because when you think about it, and that's the first thing I said is I texted uh, Paul and he said, well, he might. I forgot how to exchange one. But anyway, I said, man. I think he's faking it. So
2: first thing I said as well,
0: Paul made a good point though, which is nah, he ain't faking it because with his whole strong man image that he presents to the world that he's, you know, strong leader, strong old Mr. President, sir, you so strong, sir. And you know, I'm a badass why would you show yourself in a position of weakness just, however
2: just so you can do what you're doing now because what did he say in yeah don't both, worry about it i have beaten it i have beaten coronavirus and, sources,
0: and so can you sources uh, around him also said that that was the only time that they um saw him actually terrified Fear. right not not even Fear. a little yeah. scared yeah. terrified he thought he was going to go out like uh, one of his boys, another New York developer who died a couple months ago from coronavirus. And the whole press conference that that the doctors had and they came out, you know, he's doing OK, you know, slight uh, dropping his oxygen, slight fever, slight
2: this, yeah. everything was slight. Mm-hmm. So
0: then there was like this big uh, who was it? Meadows. Somebody came out. And kind of contradicted what the doctor said. And the doctor was like, look, I'm
2: I had to say I painted saw that. a rosy mm-hmm, picture. Mm-hmm,
0: and mm. sometimes we need to paint rosy pictures, not only for the people, but, but for, for the, the, patient. the
2: patient. That's right.
0: So I was like, huh. But anyway, man, if he in, in the words of the great Yvonne Drago, if he dies, he dies. <laughs> Yeah. So uh what are we talking about? Stealing okay. the election. <clears throat>
2: okay, right. We are not stealing the election. We're we're gonna talk about and I'm it's been floating everywhere about um presidential succession and what will happen if Donald Trump refuses to leave the White House and or they litigate so much till there's not a clear winner of the presidential election. You know, there was some talk about, um, you know, he kept tweeting out about not having an election and what would happen in that case. Well, the thing that we are going to talk about is basically, does one, does Donald Trump have the power to do that? Like, can he stop the election? Mm -hmm. He cannot. Congress, though, has the ability to stop the election and they won't. So next thing, if the election is contested, what happened? Your thoughts. What do you think? What do you think happens?
0: OK, so if the election is contested, you're going to go. We're probably going to be looking at recounts in multiple states. Mm-hmm. We're really only focused on the swing states here. Mm-hmm. But it's going to go through the election commission, probably to the uh, state Supreme Court, if I had to guess and then to the U.S. Supreme Court at some point. Right. That, in my brain, not really knowing. That's where I think we're going to the election commission, to the state Supreme Court, and then to the federal Supreme Court.
2: All right. So, kind of, sort of, right. But this is basically, I mean, what you said is about 99% correct. What happens is states have, until December the 14th to certify their elections in order to go to the electoral college, right? Mm-hmm. Electors have until December the 14th, they have to um, cast their balance. So what winds up happening is you have contested election. It does go through the courts, state court, federal court, Supreme Court. Mm-hmm. But keep it in mind that December the 14th date. That's the deadline. That is, that is 100% set in stone. That's by the Constitution. So by December the 14th, these electors have to cast their ballots with the Electoral College. So if you recall, what was it? 2000? Gore Bush? All right. Recall that was a recount in Florida. But- Supreme Court intervene and stop the recount because by December the 14th, these electors have to cast their ballots. So let's say what's the magic number, Did you know,
0: the magic number of electorals, 270, 270, Right. 270 out of 389,
2: 548.
0: Oh, one or two ain't <laughs> bad. Shit.
2: Yeah, I think it's look, I'm saying I'm saying 548. Like I'm like, I think it's 530 5- 38. Okay. Um so 270 out of 538. So what happens if nobody has 270? Like counts are halted because electors have to cast their ballots
0: on mm-hmm. December the
2: 14th. Remember that, December 14th. So what if no candidate has by the time, you know, we go through all these court cases and the Supreme Court says stop the count because realize this year there will be more absentee and mail-in ballots to count and they have to be counted by a certain period of time now there are some there were two. Ooh, oh i'm so sorry y'all because there were two court cases one a supreme court case the other i want to say south carolina that i wanted to bring up because one of them involved drop boxes for mail-in votes and of course, we know Texas in the state of Texas, the um, governor has made it difficult for people to drop ballots off because there is only going to be one drop off ballot box in each county. Right. So there was a um, another court case. And as I said, I think it's South Carolina. I could be wrong. That um, was decided by federal courts it was about ballot drop-off boxes and in that case the appeals judge actually once again made it hard same thing that happened in texas is happening in that state as well there will be only one drop-off box and that drop-off box is i believe by or in proximity to where and elect like the central election is taking place then, then, well, Texas and this other state, I can't remember what it is. And then the Supreme court, um, did something in relation to, um, mail-in ballots. They set a time period for how long after, um, wait, no, that wasn't it. Back up. So one state, That has a Republican led legislature changed the mail-in ballot rules that you had to have a witness. Like after you signed your ballot, you had to have somebody witness saying that you, they witnessed you signing your ballot. Democrats tried to stop that. Went all the way up to the Supreme Court. Supreme Court said, "Nah, it's good. If they want somebody to sign your ballot, it's all good." So mailing. Keep in mind that millions of mail-in ballots all have already been sent in. So what the Supreme Court said was, "Any ballot received within two that didn't have the witness signature received within two days of their um, ruling, those count." So now you have to think about the ones that were mailed in, but not received within two days of the ruling. Those are going to be tossed out. We don't know how many votes that is. So I want, see, I know I'm going down on a tangent as far as mail-in voting is concerned, but as far as elections are go, go, each state has their own set of rules. You need to know the rules in your state that pertain to mail-in voting as i said and then there are court cases right now that are going to make this more difficult because some laws have been passed and those laws are stayed meaning they're unenforceable right now but as with the supreme court ruling if it's ruled on and the stay is actually removed that law will be in effect and that means that Your rules, the rules that you, as you know them, can change in your state. So keep abreast, keep up to date. It could change daily. That's what we're living with. That's what we're working with right now. But so they have a certain period of time, as I was saying, to count these votes, even mail-in voting, certain period of time to count them, get their elector to cast their ballots. So nobody, nobody gets to 270. What happens? Right. Well, this is what happens if no winner is named, if no one gets to 270. Constitution says 12th Amendment kicks in. And this is what this, this is how this political cycle, how this presidential election could like be off the charts and historic. So nobody gets to 270. The 12th Amendment says that the House of Representatives get to pick a president. The Senate gets to pick vice president, right? <clears throat> so house of representatives gets to pick the president. Senate gets to pick the vice president. Keep in mind that, um, when's inauguration, January 20th, right? President has to be named by that date. So say the house of representatives, they're haggling about that, right? Well, And this is how, you know, as far as the House is concerned, how the vote works. Each state delegation gets one vote, needs 26 votes to actually um, win. And the candidates are the top three, top, the top three um, people as far as electoral votes go. So those are the three people that they can, they have to choose from. 26 votes needed. As I said, in the House of Representatives, as far as president, each state's contingency gets one vote. So flip to the Senate. Senate gets to pick vice president. <coughs> Shut up. Excuse me, y'all. So Senate gets to pick the vice president and that the, the pick between or is between the two two top vice presidential candidates as far as electoral votes <coughs> is concerned. And as far as the Senate is concerned, 51 is the number that you have to get to in order to win. All right, so let's talk about what happens if the House of Representatives can't pick a president. All right, so we said by December the 14th, there needs to be ballots cast for president with the Electoral College. All right, nobody gets to 270. Then 12th Amendment says the House of Representatives. We got
0: special guest election caller calling in.
2: Oh, we we do? Man, other way, other way, other way. You know, I'm a little, I might be a little deficient right now. All right, what's right right and left? Poor goes left. Poor goes left. I think you'd be lying. All right, so nobody gets to 270. 12th Amendment says. House of Representatives pick president, Senate picks vice president. Top three electoral votes for president, top two for vice president. That's who the decisions are centered around. So in the House, you need 26 votes. Each state gets one vote. You need 26 votes. Senate, you need 51 votes. Each senator gets one vote. All right. So what if House of Representatives can't? pick a president what happens then then the 20th amendment kicks in and it says that um and that i mentioned inauguration date that's january the 20th so no president is picked 20th amendment kicks in that says the vice president acts as president until the president is picked all right so then what if the Senate was unable to pick a vice president. Then the Presidential Succession Act kicks in, and you know, as far as that goes, we get Speaker of the House, Senate President, and then there's a cab a cabinet officer. I can't
0: cabinet officer.
2: Yeah. Okay. Oh, look who it is!
3: Well, we need to ask Jeffrey Dahmer what he thinks.
2: Okay, ladies
0: and gentlemen, we have on the line with us a our. Last week is getting out a Dodge expert. This week, our political election <laughs> fraud expert P from Charlotte and uh, P. So the question left off um, and was explaining how the delegates work and and the time frame that they have to have a nominee. Well, not
2: no, yeah. actually cast their ballot. The electoral college. Like what I was saying was everything is set in stone as far as these dates constitutionally the law says by this date this should happen by this date this should happen is the in between that people may wonder about so what i was telling them is the electoral college these electors have to cast their ballot by december the 14th so that means that Everything between vote counting challenges, anything has to be done by December the 14th because these electors have to cast their ballots by then.
0: Now, P has something that he would like to add, which is how Donald Trump is going to steal the election.
2: Okay, I'm ready for this one. I I want to hear this. Let's talk. Take it it.
0: away, P.
3: Okay, let let me let me show you my legal chops that I know because I read (laughs) stuff. OK, that's just as good as going to law school as a constitutional scholar. You you, you sound
2: you sound exactly like a constitutional scholar. I would follow everything that you say. Let's hear it. Let's get it. (laughs) Well,
3: yeah. Anne is correct. Right. But the problem is a lot of things need to be confirmed via precedent and people doing the right thing, and as we know from the administration, that's not something we can depend upon. So since the beginning of the year, Donald Trump has been talking about mail-in votes, trying to ban them, trying to get rid of them, trying to say they're not accurate, trying to say there's so much fraud, even though there's not, even the FBI says there's not, but that's all a a plan. So he knows people aren't, Democrats aren't going to vote in person due to COVID, even though a, a side issue, a side note. Most people been going out anyway, so I don't know why you wouldn't go in person. But that's that, that's a different, <laughs> that's a different argument. But so the stats show about sixty to almost seventy percent of registered Democrats who are going to vote are most likely to vote by mail. That's just what the poll, what the numbers, you know, the, the limited polls say. Mm-hmm. Most Democrats are going to mail in their vote. So with all of these issues, Donald Trump has a couple different windows that kind of play into each other of how he can pretty much. Stage a coup cool and take this election.
2: All right, t- t- preach, brother. Teach me something. Third eye.
3: So the first thing is, people tend to think that uh, the winner of the election is declared on election night, and that's not correct. True.
1: That's the winner correct. of the election
3: is projected. If you look at the news, the news says projected winner. Mm-hmm. The news projects winners. The actual mm-hmm. counts don't aren't complete until
2: months later. Yeah,
3: days mm-hmm. or months later, weeks later. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but they can pretty much get a good idea based on the returns early on if they're going to win or not. So since most Democrats are going to vote by mail and most Republicans are going to vote in person, on election night, Donald Trump is going to be shown as having more more votes, uh, you know, overall. Now, he won't have electoral votes because it won't be official. So this is why if you look, look back what Donald Trump says, the Republicans have been saying over and over, we, we're, we're not going to contest the election. We're going to have it cleared up on election night. They keep saying that whoever whoever's the winner on election night is going to be the winner. The reason they're saying that is because with legal challenges, they can stop the counts, delay the counts, hold up the counts in these certain states. Sort of like what happened with in Florida in uh, Bush versus two thousand.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: So what that does is like like Ann said, we got two dates: we got December eighth and December fourteenth. So December eighth, you have to have that deadline of all these uh, challenges and counts have to be done. Well, since All of them aren't going to be counted at that point, more than likely. The vote is going to go on December 14th to the delegation. Now, here's the problem with that. Everyone assumes because the Democrats hold a majority in the House of Representatives, that means, oh, well, they'll just vote and name uh, Joe Biden president. No, it doesn't go by overall. It goes by state delegations. So this is where gerrymandering comes into play. If you look at the electoral maps, you have giant areas in every state that are democratically, that, that are Democrat, Democrat district.
2: Wait, wait, back, back up for me. You, <clears throat> you talked about the Electoral College, and then you made a jump to the House of Representatives.
3: Yeah, so th- that, th- this is what goes into that December 8th deadline. So if, if no winner is declared, nobody has 270 electoral votes, that's the December 8th is that deadline. It's called Safe Harbor Deadline. So that's when it goes to the House. The electors, the state electors, the House of Representatives. So the first way is if it goes to the House of Representatives and they have to declare a winner, the state delegations, which are more Republican states, make up more members. Uh, states have more Republican House members, Congress members, than Democrats. So even though there are more Democrats in Congress, that's only because Democratic districts are drawn around major cities. But if you look at, say, the map of Texas, you are gonna see a lot of red in there, but some blue. So there mm-hmm. are actually more states that have more Republican congressmen than Democrats. Mm-hmm. All you need is 26 state delegations in the House to vote.
2: Now, you you need you need 26 states because no matter how many you're right, no matter how many representatives each state has, you have to vote as a delegation. One each state gets one vote and you need 26 votes gets one right.
3: vote and it's highly unlikely Democrats are going to win that amount in the election. And two, it doesn't matter because this vote happens before they take over anyway. Um, so if that ends up, that, if that happens, the House of Representatives can just say, uh, you know what, we're going to ignore all of those millions of mail-in ballots that aren't getting counted and we're going to hand the presidency to Donald Trump. And then
2: that, that, that actually would not be true. And I'm going to tell you why. Because you have you have to decide who you are going this. This is why before you called, I was telling them, what if the House can't elect a president? And the reason why that could happen is just because there are more Republican representatives than Democrats. You have to decide as a whole that your vote is going to go towards X. The problem is <clears throat> the pro- and here's. Here's where the problem comes in. It's not the majority. So say, so say, let's, for instance, let's say Louisiana. Louisiana has 30 representatives and 17 of them are Republicans, right? Just because the majority says our vote is going to be for Donald Trump does not mean that that state's vote is going to be for Donald Trump. That's not how this works.
3: So how, if, how does it work then?
2: They have to have a consensus. Which is why, which which is why it is it could be highly possible, it could be probable that the House of Rep- Representatives does not elect the president.
3: But the problem is, I if don't the see pro- any, if, I've, so, I've been researching this quite a bit myself, and I'm not saying you're wrong. I want to know. I don't see anywhere where it says they, that each state has to have a consensus.
0: That that, and even, can, even if that's true, they're not going to come to a consensus.
2: Correct. Just which not. is which is why. Once again, the Constitution has an app for that. The Constitution actually has a way around that. It, you know, as crazy as it seems, these old men actually thought about a whole lot of stuff. So, well, <clears throat> I'm sorry. <clears throat> so what would basically happen if they can't come to a consensus, if they have not elected a president by Inauguration Day, then the 20th member the 20th amendment actually kicks in. And what'll happen is if the Senate has elected a vice president, then that's who will be the interim president until a president can be decided upon. If the Senate does not elect a vice president, then presidential order of succession would kick in. But any kind of way to cut goes, if by January the tw- well before January the twentieth, a president has. To, however, it works out. A president has to be named if whether it's by the House, whether it's by presidential order of succession. Anyway, somebody will be there, and that's not necessarily Donald Trump. He he can do a lot of things to slow it down, but one thing he can't do is tell Congress how to vote.
0: I beg to differ.
3: Yeah, I don't. I don't see anywhere about it, right. it having to be a consensus. All I see is it has to be a simple majority of 26 like, state delegations and, and I right. don't see anywhere that the <clears throat> delegations have to have
2: a consensus
3: too. and I, I see mean. that they, the House they also are the ones who vote for the vice president and those results are delivered by no, the, the December 23rd to the designated officials.
2: The Senate votes for the vice president and you have to have 51, 51 votes to do that. I don't see that anywhere. <laughs> Look for it ba- Look for so it, baby. Let we me have, send it to you.
0: We have conflicting information here <laughs> on Black Law and Legalize, which is nothing new. Nothing new. So <laughs> we have our constitutional uh, attorney, P from Charlotte. Yeah, I'm and a constitutional
3: got, attorney because I, I play one on, what's today? On, on Wednesday?
0: On Minecraft. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we got Anne, who just, that's just Anne. So basically, where we are right now is does. The House of Representatives need to come to a consensus or a majority when they uh, go to select. And for those of you who don't know the difference, consensus means it is agreed upon by everybody, which, of course, just would not happen. And a uh, majority means, like Ann said, if there's 30 votes or 30 people with a say-so and 16 say, yo, this is who we want, 14 says, nah, we don't want them, Majority, majority rules. So that that's the difference. And I see uh, Anne is doing her Googles right now.
2: I'm doing Googles,
0: doing her Googles on her (laughs) Internet. So uh, anyway, uh, P, while she does that, continue, continue with your your um, theory on how the election will be stolen. Please.
3: Well, I'm going with my information that I found. (laughs) I don't see anything about a consensus. But so as far as I understand it, the 26, all you need is 26 state delegations. To vote for who is going to be president, and vice president, and they have until uh, what December? Let me let me think. Was it December twenty third to deliver the results, and if and then on January sixth, that's when the joint session of Congress counts those votes and declare the official election results. And now you can challenge that, but the problem about challenging it is they have to meet two requirements, and they only get what two two what two hours for the House and the Senate to vote if they're going to allow those objections to the way that the electors were counted. Now, the other problem is, what kind of goes into this is, even though every state is responsible for how they designate electors, there's, and, um, a few, most states have laws about how they designate electors. There's a fear that even though there's supposed to be laws that they, don't, that they may not operate on precedent and they can try to last minute designate separate electors outside of the law. Which is going to be challenged in in court. That's his other flat his other play. He's going to challenge that in court, and he, we know he has all those federal judges to see if they can designate their own electors, because it's up to every individual state to certify the results of the election in that state. So if you have an elector that's you know that's uh, sympathetic to Trump, and they have their Republican governor, which thank, thankfully the states that are that may try that all have Democratic governors, so they'll veto it. They can just say, yeah, we don't think these counts are accurate. This is how we think the count went in this state, and then they can decide to stop the count and, de- and determine Donald Trump as the winner of that state. Now, that's unlikely because a lot of things have to be ignored, and you also got to have a governor that's not going to veto it, but he has multiple routes, and one thing we know about this president, he has no regard for precedent. He has a bunch of, what, 270 federal judges he's appointed um not to mention the ones that were already there that side with him. He's probably going to get his Supreme Court pick unless a dozen <laughs> more senators go down with COVID and they don't vote virtually. But, um, yeah, that, that, that's, that's my understanding. Now, I'm not saying Ann is wrong at all. She's, look, I ain't no lawyer. <laughs> I, I'm just saying I never saw anywhere that they needed, that the states needed to be, need to have a consensus. Cause let's, let, we all know that, is, that would never, ever happen. Ever. And that would just throw more complication. Into the system with such a limited time frame. Mm
0: -hmm. Now, uh, for a lot of people, and I see this, too, a lot on especially on social media where everybody's known for being an expert, but also known for being completely wrong. (laughs) Uh,
3: I've been wrong a lot, probably more (laughs) than I've been right,
0: man. Like. So what what the average Joe thinks, and this is not a knock to the average Joe because I'm sure they're just getting bits and pieces of information from different sources, but this is how the average Joe thinks it's going to work. Okay, we don't have, let's say we don't have a clear-cut winner by... January, whatever whatever the date is in January, they think that Nancy Pelosi automatically becomes president, which is not the case. And no matter how you explain it to them, they refuse to see past it. And most of these people are right wing. Wait,
2: go back, back up, because you know if Nancy Pelosi. So say what you just said again. I was I was reading some other stuff. Okay,
0: so if um th- this is how a lot of especially our our Right wingers think Mm -hmm. because they're they're just deathly afraid of Nancy Pelosi becoming president. Correct, but if you don't have a a clear cut winner Mm -hmm. by I'm just gonna say inauguration day, I don't know what the date is. Um that Nancy Pelosi would automatically become the president of the United States.
2: Well, if if everything fails, if Congress fails to to actually elect a president, if if Nobody wins the majority of electoral. Nobody gets to 270. Then it does go to the House of Representatives. If the House of Representatives cannot elect the president, then if a vice president has been elected, that vice president would be the one who would stand in. Now, if they cannot elect a president or a vice president, then presidential order of succession. And yes, Nancy Pelosi would be if Nancy Pelosi wins her. It is not Nancy Pelosi as Nancy Pelosi it is speaker the, the speaker of the house right. so whoever now say Nancy Pelosi loses but the house the house retains its majority whoever that new speaker of the house would be would be first in line right after the vice president if no vice president but let me get P his information. Continue.
0: Okay. Um, I mean, being that you haven't come up with the information yet. I No, I, I am, think it, suffice to say it doesn't exist.
2: It's there. I, I'm it reading several different I wanna send him a good source. Okay. Thank
0: you.
3: Yeah, I'm Bruce. reading something right now from Nancy Pelosi herself. And was saying the exact same thing. That if it goes to the house, every state get every state delegation gets one vote. And if they Correct. have that majority, that. then they then then they win. This is from Nancy Pelosi herself.
2: Wait, what does she say? Say, read what she says.
3: If the, she, raised, she raised the possibility that if Donald Trump or Joe Biden don't have a, a, a winner declared that the Republicans, which have 26 delegations to Democrats, 22, can end up having to vote and place Donald Trump as president. And each state gets one vote. One delegation. And I, didn't, I read the whole article right. multiple times and others. Each, and I each don't see any it that every state has to have a consensus.
2: They get one vote. The problem is, how do you get to that one vote? It's not it's not whoever the majority, whoever has the majority gets that vote.
3: But that's what I understand. And that's what happened. That's that's I've read that multiple
2: times. That's not what happens. I've read it
3: multiple times from multiple sources. <laughs>
2: We
0: still waiting for your information to uh, it, begin it, begin that uh, counters that, and I would assume that that would be something that's quick to find. If that were the case, so again, I'm siding with our community elections oh, expert,
3: community uh, election faker guide expert. Paul <laughs> is being man. the winner is determined the winner by the delegation of Dan.
0: <laughs> Damn, I picked the president. <laughs> man, you know who I go with? I I probably go with uh, what's that little ugly nigga, man? Uh huh?
3: that
0: Beetlejuice, dude from Kentucky.
3: Beetlejuice.
0: Beetlejuice. Yeah, that little. Oh, no, that black... little midget dude from yeah. Howard yeah. That dude <laughs> made that dude president and Flavor Flav his vice president. They couldn't be any worse than what we have now. So Uh, while Ann still continues to try there to refute yeah. these claims. What uh, P has been voicing quite often, especially on social media and to anybody who will listen to him is, as he said earlier, vote in person, because uh, what I saw was 53 percent of Democratic voters are going to be voting by mail. However, 57 percent of Republican voters are going to be voting in person. So the more you can do to discredit these, and they've already tossed, even North Carolina, P's home state, uh, have already, what, tossed thousands, if not more, of uh, the ballots, the mail-in ballots?
3: I mean, they can toss a ballot or call them, you know, provisional and throw them to the side later on to rule again, to throw them out later again, just because you have, say, an errant pencil mark or a tear on the edge. It all depends on who's counting these things.
2: Or hang chat.
3: Yeah, I mean, just, yeah, any little small thing. They can, oh, well, we can't do that. Oh, no, that signature doesn't look quite right. Let's, we're not going to accept that one. You know, and you can, you can track your ballot now. Most states, I don't know about all, but I don't know, North Carolina, you, you have a number on your ballot because you have to mail these things and, you know, security envelopes in some states and they're all tracked. You can go onto a website in your state, see if you have it, to track your ballot to see if it's been rejected or not. And because speak- if you don't track it and it's been rejected, you can't fix it, and that's
0: a wrap. Speaking of the um, the security envelopes too, for those of you who I mean, because let's that's be- another
2: reason that's another reason why your vote can be rejected if you don't put it, it inside in yeah. and inside.
0: Now, being that mail, this vote voting by mail is relatively new for most of America, of course there are states that have been doing it for years, but uh, what a security jacket is is. When you receive your ballot in the mail, you'll receive your ballot. You'll receive a blank envelope, which is basically called a security jacket that's uh, supposed to be tamper proof. So once you make your selection, you put it into this security jacket. It cannot even be opened until after election night. And um, if you don't send your ballot back in that that blank envelope that you get and you might be thinking, yo, what the fuck is this? And you just toss it aside and mail your ballot automatic rejection but the the funny thing is all these ballots that supposedly were found in pennsylvania uh in rivers and lakes like sam cook said it was born by the river (laughs) Is just plain false because why would they name the river
3: that they were supposedly found in
0: yeah, exactly.
2: Wait, well, that's is that it, I heard something though about them finding votes with his name on it, but that was in, what what uh-oh. they said was it was a contractor who. Um, erroneously put those things wherever they were in the
0: trash and that that was in the midwest but the the thing with pennsylvania and how you know it's a lie is because as we said pennsylvania has those security jackets so you should not be finding any any ballots Outside of those security jackets, one and two, there's no river in Pennsylvania. Because first it was a river, then it turned into a ditch. Then it was thousands of um thousands of ballots with Trump name Trump's name on it, yeah, just scribbled on t- the <laughs> Yeah, in in Simpson's handwriting. But and then it it turned into nine. So another and turned into
3: turn- not all of them were supposedly for Trump.
0: Right. Yeah. Not all of them were for Trump. Some were for Biden. Um. One of the other things is uh, back home, our our hometown area, Fairfax County, Virginia, a lot of people received two ballots, duplicate ballots, right? Mm-hmm. That's not a problem. Even though they're trying to make it out to seem like it's a problem, it's not a problem because, because people are
2: not going to send two in.
0: And it's it's tracked. Even if you did send two in, one would be rejected. So that's not a big deal. Not a big deal at all. So uh P's message is to get out and vote in person if you want to get Trump out of the office if you can it, it, even yeah, if you can. can't if, if, if you can, can well well
3: you got some people who are like to the point where I, even I you know I wouldn't risk it but most of us look at this how many people y'all know been quarantined this whole time
2: Daniel Yeah
0: I've been quarantined
3: yeah, but I mean you even been to work <laughs> you know I mean you've been right. so it's like no. think of all the, yeah. a lot of these democrats they want to say I'm mailing my vote in and I'm like well why though I see so many people, people went out to restaurants, getting haircuts, going to the gym, going to the bar. I'm like, well, if you can do that, why you can't throw on a mask and go for early voting?
2: You are absolutely right. But you have to think about who is actually mailing in votes. It's older people. Those are for and service members. That's that's
3: every year, though. That's that's nothing out of the ordinary, though. I mean, we never get 50 something percent of Democrats mailing in their votes in a normal year.
2: But most most of the people who are going to be mailing in votes this year, the vast majority of them, I am going to hazard to say, will be older Americans because they don't want to stand in lines. And considering that most states have actually shrunk the number of polling places and what we have been seeing, I don't know if y'all have not seen it on the news. I'm sure you have these polling places with lines wrapping around the blocks
0: yeah back home you know you you know you
2: you see that lines wrapping around the block so it's like people don't want to stand in line some people can't stand in line so they're gonna most most of these older people are actually going to be the ones that are going to be disenfranchised and people of color more often than not as well
0: See, but then we wouldn't be looking
3: that's a huge you know base and and see i mean yeah a lot of the seniors and older people are going to be mailing in but but Like we were saying earlier, the polls are showing not just age groups. They're showing overall per party. Mm -hmm. So a majority of Democrats aren't old and, you know, white. Most of the people, most Democrats, by and large, are committing to voting by mail, not just old people. And that's the problem.
0: If it were just old people, I think we'd be probably looking at the high, high to mid 20 percent. Well, we know most old people tend to vote Republican. Well, fuck their votes. But you
2: know what? I can tell you, there's been a big swing.
0: Yeah, I saw what fourteen points. I think you know that Arizona.
2: There has been a big swing among older Americans. I don't think they like being
3: told by the president, "Oh, y'all, y'all can die." Go on, Mm
2: -hmm, pretty much. (laughs) That's that's actually what's doing it. All right, so P, I need you to Google uh, contingent elections and um, Senate
0: contingent elections and ladies and gentlemen at home you can google along with us contingent and elections and senate senate that's going
2: to that's going to show you that the senate is actually the ones who get to pick the vice <clears throat> there is um on house.gov that's where um, i was
3: looking at my information on house.gov
2: right that actually um they don't they don't say everything on here i was looking you would think that they would have it but
0: Man, where you getting your information from, Breitbart? <laughs>
2: they, don't, they don't have. But if you if you look, that there, there are several of them that mention the Senate being the ones to pick. I'm actually looking for.
0: We still on the House here, though. We still on the House.
2: I know. I got the one. I'm looking for the other one because I that's what, I read that it might have been in one of these. Um, Breitbart. Nope. Contingency elections. One of the because I was looking at.
0: And while she continues to try to save face, ladies Not and gentlemen. Not saving face. Um, I
2: don't have, if you look, I don't have everything that I use. I only have stuff to refresh my memory. I got
0: everything I use, my brain. That, no, that's it.
2: No, thank you very uh, much.
0: Pete, because uh, I know that you are kind of uh, short on time, but le- let me ask you this, too, uh, while while we still wait for Ann. Go oh, ahead, real quick.
3: Yeah. I, I see the part you said about vice president. But I still don't see anything about the state delegations having
2: And, be- and consensus, not unanimous well, consensus,
0: consensus. I, I act- don't see that anywhere.
2: I'm looking for it. I'm looking for it.
0: Man, this is, mark your calendars, ladies and gentlemen. This is going to be the day. This is
2: not going to be that the day. Because I am going to been find it. wrong. I am going to find it, people.
0: Bye.
3: Well, I mean, but here's the thing, though. Unanimous and consensus are different, but in an election or in a in a governing body where you have a majority of a certain party that has power, that party can all vote by consensus to overrule the other party, and that be the delegation result, the vote result.
0: So basically, just another way of saying majority.
3: That's yeah, that's all I've been seeing is just majority. That's all. I mean, that's all I've been seeing.
0: Man, we want to make it's sure that it. we do get the the people listening the correct information. Absolutely. But um, at, while while Anne continues to try to save face, you know, I love not moments sa- like not this. saving face. That's why I got our political expert communist. Uh, <laughs> not, what what are you again? Socialist, socialist, Marxist expert. Oh Jesus. <laughs> Man, um, violence at the polls. We and P and I have talked about this, and now we're going to share this with uh, you at home, ladies and gentlemen. Expect violence at the polls. And, Wait, really? No, no, Yeah, and what's crazy is this might sound far-fetched, but I would not put it past seeing everything we've seen in 2020 with racial tensions. I wouldn't put it past poll lines being shot up.
3: Well, yeah, we already had Trump supporters intimidating voters on the first day of early voting in Virginia
0: right and, and the
3: police I, took forever to do anything and move them back
0: and it was very they were very passive about it too like hey come on guys come on guys let, let's scoot back but let some black dudes show up with guns which you ain't even supposed to have guns on at a polling location but there there will be violence at polls there's no question about it especially with this group the proud boys who their hmm. their number one thing is they advocate violence mm-hmm. that And Mm -hmm. I see a lot of people out here now talking about, well, the Proud Boys. You know, it's not a racist, a white supremacist group. It's ran by a Cuban dude in Florida, and this, that, and uh. Wait, really? Well, yeah, it is. But at the end of the day, going back to the presidential debate with Donald Trump, who cares what you call him? You know, he said, "What do you want me to call him? What do you want me to call him?" Proud Boys, stand back and stand. Stand Yeah, stand by. It it doesn't matter what you call him. He still did not. Condemn white or disavow white supremacy, and he's never period. going to
2: because that's that's a part of his base.
0: So I, I don't say, know why
2: people,
3: you know you know what irritated me when they when people were calling for him to apologize after say, after that, that that debate. I'm like, why the hell do you want him to apologize for? Why don't we just it. let him say what he says and mean it?
2: Well, yeah. he does say what he says and mean it. That's yeah, the problem. That so so you're you're right about non-apology because an apology would be a non-apology. Him him saying. I'm sorry It's just like him saying sorry, not sorry, because everything he does is I say whatever and then I crawfish and then I say it again and then I crawfish and at least I can say, well, I did take it back.
0: No. I said what I said. So, uh I am anticipating violence at polls and whether it be uh physical altercations, fist fights, uh we already have like P said the intimidation where Trump is dog whistling for what what what, it, what, it, what is he calling them poll um watchers. Poll watchers. Poll watchers. They they're not even commissioned. They're just random people, people that correct. are showing up to intimidate voters. But when you look at historically how how things have gone this way this year it i would not put it past and god forbid i don't want it to happen somebody driving by and shooting up a majority black uh polling station or people in line i would not put that past 2020
2: i tell you what considering what happened when um his boys passed by and sprayed pepper spray on people you can definitely anticipate that happening
0: so um p any anything else you want to add as far as uh trump stealing the election or dealing with violence i mean i'm pretty sure violence is right up your alley but dealing with violence at the polling station or trump stealing this election or any any other message that you would like to get across to people who are serious about taking part in our election process this year
3: i recommend Every day you have early voting in your state until a certain deadline before you determine it's not worth you going in and you want to mail it in. I recommend going and checking your early voting location and showing up in person with a mask. I mean, look, people have not been staying in. They have not. So it pissed me off because I've been staying in. I look like a damn rocked up. My hair can dread up now. And it's making me mad because I'm like, well, shit, I've been staying in. Nobody else has. So now it's like, well, go vote then. So – Again, the best way to ensure none of these situations happen is to beat him on election night like he said. Donald Trump's own son told us what to do. He said, my father will accept their election night if I'm blown out of the water on election day. All the polls show that this man is destined for a historical blowout.
2: But Well, you know what? You know polling, polls suck ass because look oh, yeah. what happened. Look look what happened four years ago.
3: You know, every, the problem with Hillary, though,
2: but but they, still, didn't, they didn't want to... Poll- Change anything? You know, the prob- they- no, 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 no. See, here's the issue, and this this is the underlying issue. All the hidden Trump supporters. There are people out there who, to your face, will say, "Oh no, I'm voting for X, Y, and Z," but when they get to the poll, will vote for Donald Trump, and that's what won him the election four years ago.
3: Well, but the thing is, Hillary. What what lost the election mainly, though, that's a factor, but she still had over 2 million more votes in the popular vote. She didn't go to the states like Minnesota, Michigan, Pennsylvania, and Ohio that she should have. And that's what cost her the election. And also, her poll numbers were never, never at the, at the clip that Joe Biden's is now. So, ultimately, he can't make the same mistake she made by abandoning those Rust Belt states. And right now, they look like they regretted voting for Trump. But the thing is oh, man a lot you of know, them. if you don't go mm-hmm. in person if you don't go in person, it opens the door for him to play these games and put it in that and put it in the House's hands, and that's gonna be a problem. Now uh, one thing that I did that I do have to correct, the House the new Sen Congressman, they take office January first. So if you can somehow win those delegations, which they don't see how, but they may, then this may be avoided. But ultimately, you know, oh, it's so oh, a sorry.
2: We're saying we're saying um House of Representatives.
3: Yeah. The, the president is not sworn in until inauguration day, but everyone else they take over at the, on the first of the new yep. year. Uh-huh. But you know, so that'll give them some options when it comes to say that the votes weren't exactly uh
2: Yeah, if if Pelosi the delegations wins, from December weren't correct. way, if they Pe- could object it. If Pelosi wins or if if they hold their majority in the House, they can refuse to seat.
3: Well, no, they they, yeah, they they can file the objections if they have if they hold both the House and the Senate, which they are expected to do. And if they gain enough uh, delegations, they can have that overturning um, objection a little more likely to be approved. And then that initial count from December 23rd can be null and voided. That's the best case scenario. But it don't seem likely they're going to get those 26 delegations.
2: Best case scenario is Joe Biden, as you said, blows him out the water. I'm going to send you because it's got to be in my history at work.
3: Oh, real quick. I'm looking at another example. Historically, if a delegation does not give a majority of its vote to one candidate, it's marked as divided. That's if they don't have enough for one majority one way or another. So it, I, I still yeah, but then, believe that, it, it's, that it's a, simple majority. That it's a simple majority in each state.
2: But then, what happens in that case? As I as I was saying earlier, if they can't, then the twentieth amendment kicks in.
3: But that's but that's only if a state is a tie. If you have a majority, then I mean, it's obvious. It's likely that they're not going to have any ties. It's going to be twenty six. They hold twenty six state delegations right now.
2: I think it's twenty seven.
3: It's twenty No, Twenty six. Oh, you mean no, you mean they hold twenty seven? Yeah. I think they are expected to flip one, but they're still going to be able to hold twenty six of them
2: most likely all i know is that's so a
0: disastrous scenario to sum all of this up ladies and gentlemen vote like your life well depends yeah vote. On it. but uh what 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 we've been saying or what they've been talking about because i'm not a political dude i'm more of a uh like y'all want to talk about cars and shit and you know money clothes bankrolls and hoes i'm your guy but no money um,
2: clothes
0: Ba- basically what it boils down to is we're going to see an unprecedented uh, election we've already seen an unprecedented year this year the presidency president is not going to be named on election day so either no matter who you're rooting for
2: and they never are
0: don't get your hopes up when you see the projected winner And then we also have some of Donald Trump's trickery, which uh, he's going to try to use his sorcery in order to get.
2: Wait, did you just say sorcery?
0: Sorcery to get. And it's all perfectly legal. Yeah, but, you know, the House of Representatives.
2: Here's I have state delegates. Let me say this, too. And, Pete, tell me if you agree with me. You know, Barack Obama was my dude. That was my president. I disagree. But, But he did us. He really did. He did us an injustice. Because he left over 200 federal court positions empty. But that was because
3: McConnell wouldn't allow him to confirm them.
2: But, but even before then, there were a bunch when he came in his first term. There was a bunch in his second term. His priority was not really putting people on the bench in lower courts federally. Donald Trump, when he came in, he started putting people on the bench like his life depended on it. And unfortunately, that is now biting us in the butt because I mentioned earlier how all these mail-in election or mail-in voting cases are going to federal court. And a lot of them are not shaken out in our favor. So I had mentioned about knowing, you said it as well, knowing what the rules are in your state. Dan mentioned it too, knowing what the rules are in your state and that target as we speak could be shifting because there, there was a Supreme court y'all go and look that up. That was a Supreme court um, decision that affects mail-in bo- voting. There's also a federal appeals court decision that affects mail-in voting Two different states. Of course, we said Governor Abbott, Texas, the boxes for um, submission of mail-in voting, only one per county. It's, get, it's like that. Legislatures in many of these states are actually doing the exact same thing. As I said, know what the rules are in your state, but keep updated on the information because it is shifting as we speak the target is moving the closer we get to election day believe it or not
0: and
3: well, i got I, mean, I got i got it real quick though and i got to stick up for my guy barack obama though you know <sighs> he could not appoint those federal judges if the senate uh if the senate didn't confirm them he lost the senate fairly early on in his in his, in his first term he only had a supermajority for a short period of time. The Senate Judiciary Committee has to conduct the confirmation hearings on the justices, on the ju- federal judges, to, uh, appeals court judges, that, and Supreme Court justices. that Trump, right, I mean, they uh, have to that go the president appoints. And the they Republicans the have had the Senate for quite a while. And they would just, Mitch McConnell, they just they just wouldn't vote to confirm any of the judges that Obama, Obama was putting in place, mostly.
0: Much uh, like Mer- put, Merrick Garland.
2: Well, Merrick,
0: Merrick, Garland, Merrick Garland was Supreme totally... Court
2: right it was a different right
0: but i'm saying right
2: they did they but once again that was the fault of the democrats you know why
0: they some pussies
2: because of the filibuster and what they did with it as far as
0: they just didn't call the vote to
3: the floor that's all the republicans had to do
2: well they what the the committee right because the senate judiciary committee is the one who puts the the vote for these um elected officials for these judges but for a lot for and i know you said and it's true that they had him hemmed up for part of his presidency but what donald trump did was speedy puss he could have been speedy too he could have, he could have been as quick with these appointments as they could have been doing that left and right but, and still but he could appointed over
3: 200 300 judges in a matter of four or five months Obama didn't have a, a majority in the Senate not that was even a year. for a whole year.
2: I think it was a year. I think it was a year. He,
3: no, they well, had a special ahead. election in, in, one of the, in one of the Senate races. And that was what took his supermajority away.
0: Man, ladies and gentlemen, we're leaving you lots of shit to think about. <laughs> but uh, at the end of the day, go vote Barack Obama, best president in history, even though. Ever. Oh, uh, whatchamacallit. <laughs> vote <me>? for <laughs> write him in. Um, well, what was I gonna say? Oh, no! Important important date coming up November twelfth, which is a week a little little more than a week after the election. Obamacare is oh. getting its head put on the chopping block mm. at the Supreme Court, mm. and if this Amy Amy Barron Co. Man, that bitch got
2: Amy Barron Co.
0: Yeah, Ari Sasha Co. and Barron. Man. That bitch got seven kids, man. <clears throat> now, tell me she don't believe in Roe v. Wade. You get her the fuck out of here, man. Well, you
2: know what? She doesn't.
0: I know. She does not. That's why I say get her the fuck out of here. But uh, last last question, P. Last question. How do you feel about stacking the Supreme Court? Because this is going to be a conversation that's going to start gaining steam in the next they couple of months. They're not going to do it. Well, what, what's your thought? Did we lose him? P. from Charlotte. You're on the air. He might have fell asleep. Testing, 1 2. Testing, 1 2. Yeah, you hear? <laughs> nah, nah I said I said the final final question is um we're going to we're going to start hearing more and more of this talk coming up in the in the coming months, especially leading into January. But what do you feel? How do you feel about stacking the court, the Supreme Court?
3: Well, it don't matter how I feel. <laughs> they're going to do it. They're going to do it anyway. So they're full of shit. I know that.
0: No, I'm talking. Well, I'm talking about the Democrats,
2: because that's the nuclear option. If if Amy Cohen Barrett, Barrett Cohen, Amy Barrett, shit, if she actually is placed, which probably is what she's going to be, and now you have a six-three. Lord Jesus, help us all. Let's
0: add some more Supreme Court justice. Right? Oh, oh, you need like, to add more. Yeah,
2: I
3: don't like that. Because well, I, that that that,
0: that, probably that not that's gonna something
3: be. that's going to set a dangerous slippery slope precedent, and we all know who's known to abuse everything. So right. once they get, Man, once, if the Democrats do that, then once the Republicans get the opportunity to do it, they're going to do it too. And next thing you know, we're going to end up with 17 20, Supreme Court justices. Look,
2: we'd have 21 Supreme Court <laughs> justices. <laughs> we, right. we
3: start naming random people to the Supreme Court. You know, it's just like, no, I, I don't like that. You know, I, I just, I feel like people miss the opportunity and even though, like we said a minute ago, she had the popular vote. People in those, in those states, those dumbasses, let, let, let me not call you dumbass. I, I, I'll, I'll say the dumbasses that voted for Trump in those states—they used to go Democratic—fell, bought his bill of goods, and they decided, hey, let's try something different. They voted for Trump, so now we get what we got. And you know, and the other thing is this: yeah, it's messed up that the Republicans didn't nominate Gorsuch. I mean, it didn't vote for um, not Gorsuch.
2: Merrick Garland. Merrick
3: Garland in sixteen. But here's the thing: again, like I said when I first got on, Democrats need to stop talking about precedent. Because these people don't operate on precedent. So they said, well, we're not going to nominate a justice in an election year. That's not a law or a rule. The Republicans said, well, typically in 2016 to justify that. We all knew in 2020, if it happened, they were not going to go by what they said in 2016. So it's like fair game. They can do it. They're legally and technically it's it's not right, but they're legally obligated to vote.
2: No, technically technically it is right that, that, Te- yeah, i mean mor- technically morally yeah. no morally is wrong but technically is right when exactly. trump opened
3: the up morally the is wrong we know these people don't have no morals but i'm no, like hey you no. know they lo- they won
0: that, and that's exactly what trump said in the debates that's probably the only thing he said that was worth listening to is biden tried to call him out on it which is you know and biden man he He like one of them old uncles that had one too many beers. But he's like, yeah, man, uh, Supreme Court, um, more, uh, you guys are trying to push this through. But no, Trump literally said, look, you know what? Who cares? We won. Y'all lost. We make the rules. And that is it. That is exactly what he said. So anyway, ladies and gentlemen, this has been another voting episode of Black Law and Legalized and uh Wait, we, like we to, did it
2: we did a former voting episode. Oh yeah, we did mail in ballot. Something and like some that. Some other stuff.
0: Yep. We'd like to thank our special uh guests out there on the ground in the battle state community. Man, yeah. I'm about
2: to send you that shit,
0: don't worry. And uh just just for a public record this this day let's this mark is the not, day not today not today has been proven wrong this is not the day on some this information L-
2: well let's let's get it straight i showed him the stuff about the senate i just need to come up with my source for the consensus thank you very much
0: it's gonna be on com forward slash blog all right p man thanks for calling in yo all right
3: y'all Peace.
2: all right good night awesome keep so up awesome. with the show
0: all social media platforms at Black Law Podcast. Keep up with me. All social media platforms, which is only Twitter and <laughs> IG, at I am Dan on Drugs.
2: And you can and you can keep up with me, and you really can on Twitter at I tell dude.